Jukecast by Juke Creative. We're curious by nature, and we love to share what we've learned. Hi, this is Carrie Olivier, and you're listening to the Jukecast. There are a lot of podcasts out there about content strategy. But if you're a marketer who wonders how to put your company's content strategy to work, this is the podcast for you. I'm here today with Jeremy Solly, experienced digital and content strategist and a good friend. Jeremy sits on the corporate side of the fence and I'm an agency owner. And we're gonna be taking a three-part look at untangling the beast that is content strategy. In this first episode, we'll take a look at what stands between companies and their content strategy. Hey, Jeremy. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited (laughs) to be here today. Thank you. I want to ask you a question because the stats are pretty startling. 34% of B2B marketers feel their content marketing strategy is very successful. 34%. That's not a very high number. 55% of B2B marketers cite producing enough content as a top three challenge. That's a lot. And 90% of B2B marketers use content marketing. So when I net that, yeah. yeah, when I net it out, it's everybody's using it. Half of them think it's their top three challenge. Challenge. It's hard to do. And hard to do. And only a third of them think that they're doing it well. So, um, I just want to take it back a step or two and ask sure. you to let's let's go to the glossary stage. Ooh. What's your definition of content strategy? Oh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad we're starting here because I I think there's probably a lot of I think misconceptions or different definitions about what's content and what's content strategy. And I've been in places where people talk about content strategy from you know an umbrella standpoint which mm-hmm. i think that that is kind of a strategic level of like hey this is our narrative and no matter what medium we're doing it or what channel we're doing it in it's all content and all kind of ladders up so i think i'm hinting at what i think my answer yeah, is yeah, yeah. but i've also seen the other side where it's like some people get tunnel vision yeah. around it and they're like oh blogs are content and and that's all content is and so i think i've i've kind of had moments where i'm like well, you know, blogs are content, but content is not blogs. You know what I mean? Or social media has content, but content is not social media, right? And so I think that you actually have to strip away the channel, the medium, the format, and content really has to be... It has a purpose. Like, Mm -hmm. the content is going to intrigue somebody. It's going to educate somebody. It's going to move them down a sales funnel of some sort, whether it's B2B or B2C. So... When I think about content marketing or content strategy, it's it's content on behalf of a brand that has a purpose to move clients and prospects kind of through this funnel to help them, to educate them. It can serve multiple different purposes or it can have one very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. But it at the end of the day, it is helping your business educate people and move them through that funnel and it's going to happen in a variety of different formats it's going to happen in a podcast or on video or in 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 written word right makes sense from your vantage point where do businesses most often get tripped up with their content strategy jeremy 
Sure. I think, you know, where I've seen them get tripped up, there's kind of maybe three main areas where it happens, right? I think ownership is a big one. Who owns what? Who's doing what role? Who's responsible for what pieces of the content? So not having that clearly defined tends to be kind of an inflection point for sure. Sure. Um, Also within organizations, the difference between strategy and messaging, right? So there might be, this is the message our brand or a point of view that our brand has, but is that on strategy or how do we get it to come to the strategy or how do we get the strategy to incorporate the message? Or how do you, how do you, um, right. How, how does your content strategy sit alongside your messaging or people right. conflating the two exactly. or there might be compromises that happen in the push and pull between content strategy and messaging right and i've definitely seen that happen i've seen times where a brand might say oh this is a great content strategy and then you as a brand also have to say well wait a minute that might confuse our messaging and right, it's confuse, off brand or it, it's out of our point of view mm-hmm. right but it's done and de- deliberately so, and intentionally right. from a content strategy pov right and at times you may decide as a brand if it's not on message we're not going to do that strategy we have to pivot a bit or sometimes the content strategy may inform well maybe it's time to update our messaging too so right, right, right. Well, yeah uh and i think the last one is educating and empowering a team this doesn't come naturally it's still new i i don't know content marketing has probably been around a long time i'm not going to put a number to it 20 years 10 years 15 whatever it's probably been around a lot longer than that you know cavemen writing on walls right. is probably content strategy right. at some point right <laughs> but I do think that what does that mean and making sure that we're all on the same page about what we mean by content strategy. And so that might be part of the ownership piece, but I think it's more nuanced of like, you know, when you're putting a team together and putting content strategy together or or your marketing together, how do you get everybody to the same level of using it in the same way? Alignment, general alignment. I love it. Yep. So Carrie, those are those are kind of the areas I see us getting tripped up on content strategy. Like what are you seeing from the agency side when you come into a brand? What are the red flags for you that you know that, oh man, this brand's you know, content strategy isn't on track? I see a lot of the same things you're describing in your pillars. The ownership piece, understanding that distinction between messaging and strategy and then that lack of education. But to bring it, you know, in tactically We are working with companies right now, and I could ask their marketing managers, their marketing directors, the teams that we're working with, what is your company's content strategy? And they'll say, I don't know. Mm. So Jeremy, that maps to your education and your empowering. Another very common problem we see on agency side is that teams, initiatives, and even individual agendas are competing with a company's content strategy. They're not supporting it. Let me add two things onto that. So like one is when you're making the content strategy, it's not just the marketing department making it. It's, I, we're, you know, the marketing department is tasked with making a content strategy that helps the sales team right. get more qualified leads, right? right. Like, right. So the sales team should have a seat at that table in making the content strategy. That's right. So then in creating it's, it. not, it's not a mystery, it's right? Not and then I want to add one other thing to the educating and empowering teams is that part of your content marketing is how are you marketing that content internally? Because a lot of the times I see this and I'm totally bad at this and and I have to constantly remind myself of like, 
okay, yes, my goal is to make this piece of marketing and I'm going to put it out on social media or I'm going to email it out to prospects or consumers and we're constantly thinking external mm -hmm. and we forget that one of our main audiences is internal. That's right. Is the 3,000 employees we have at our company. Like, how are we letting them know, hey, this is about to go out. Hey, we are using this in this way. Hey, we'd like you to share this That's in right. this way, right? And so we totally forget about how not only the core team that needs to use this piece of content, but everybody the company who might see it right? right yeah we're counting on our customers to run across our content strategy through social media or via an ad right. versus the higher chance that they will talk to one of your employees right exactly your front <laughs> when line they, yeah your front right. line yeah, yeah exactly the, a couple of other things that we see that there is a content strategy but there are no guardrails put in place in these corporations to ensure that the strategy is executed on strategy, on time, on task. And often, again, this maps to your ownership piece. Too many groups are developing content for the strategy, but they aren't communicating with each other. So it's not being executed efficiently or effectively. Mm -hmm. You suggested that sales be given a seat at the table. I absolutely agree. It would be great if there were a, a good old-fashioned editorial mm -hmm. meeting being held where there's a seat at the table for everyone who could benefit from fully understanding a company's content strategy and having a say in helping to execute it. That would be, that would be a win, including uh, the agencies. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all great. I mean, we've identified a lot of the really common problems that we're seeing in companies around the institutionalization, if you will, of content strategy. But I think the question is, for me, are we all just kind of learning how to really utilize and understand content strategy. For example, we've been trained for years to utilize and understand messaging pillars or messaging frameworks or even brand guidelines. Are we just kind of a few steps behind on content strategy? And is that why we're still a little wild, wild west about it? You know, I think there's some truth to that for sure. I think that we have a glut of, of content and content marketing out there, but we don't have is as much discipline and rigor around content strategy. The way that we've created discipline and rigor around messaging frameworks and brand frameworks. And so I think the opportunity here is for brands and agencies work together and actually develop content strategy and content frameworks that can be applied with that same kind of discipline as we have in the past over messaging and brand frameworks. Yeah, so, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. I think it's coming. I think it's necessary. I think so too. You know, yeah. develop a content strategy, develop a content strategy framework, yeah. guidelines, socialize it across your agencies and yeah. across your, your marketing team. Voila. And, and yeah, the hard part of that is leaving enough flexibility for the channels as they continue to evolve and develop, but having the discipline and rigor that sets your brand on kind of its true north. And, and that's what a framework is, right? Yep, so, yep yeah. exactly. So even this to me is a huge opportunity for, for agencies, right? Because I think even brands, we get too kind of siloed and blinded into what our branding is or, or whatever, that it's hard for us to see what a content strategy framework would look like. And so I think that that's a huge opportunity to lean on a partner that can be an objective outsider looking in and helping to develop that kind of content framework, right? Yeah, like, I totally yeah. agree. I think agencies at their highest and best are always advocating for their clients' audiences. And in this content strategy arena, it's just a brilliant place yeah. for agencies to hold their clients just really accountable for what matters to their audiences. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a ton of work to do in this space. So, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. I think every brand can admit to that, and it's it might be every agency's opportunity to help level up those brands, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, the brand has to have a relationship with you yeah. to trust you enough, and you, and you have to have enough trust so that you can tell them when they're say, hey, that's horseshit. Like, mm, that, yeah. like whatever you're saying right now, our agency has come to you with this kind of work and with this kind of history and this kind of metrics, and that's wrong. Like, so, like you got to be able to have that kind of a uh, healthy and constructive pushback and criticism that you can work together to get to a good so you're strategy. saying you have to know your client well enough right your client has to trust you as an as your totally. agency you have to know your client's brand yeah but be able to call them out on it and hold them right. accountable because for- i think the problem we've hit internally at brands is that there's politics at play and there's sometimes too much of drinking your own Kool-Aid. Yeah, people talking to yourself. Yeah, you're talking to yourself and you're like, oh yeah, let's rah, 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 let's say that content, you know, let's do that content thing because we all love it. Cool, the 300 people at your company love it and everybody outside doesn't give a shit. And it's like being able to really take a step back and say what kind of content is going to work for our consumers, mm-hmm. our prospects, that is aligned to our brand and our brand values, right. and just constantly calibrating back to that and being able to say no to the shiny objects and yep. being able to say no to, hey, this opportunity fell in our lap, let's just spin right. this up real quick. Right. And it's like, right. well, right. Right. does that really make sense? Is it aligned with our content strategy? To that end, yeah. you know, we've got all kinds of time-worn catchphrases. So think about if um, you know, you've got a well-defined brand, visual brand for a, a known company. Yeah. You've got brand standards that are built out. You hand them out to everybody that's going to create sure. anything. Any designer that's going to sit at a Mac and create anything for your brand, you're, here's our brand guidelines. You've, you've got a brand team that's charged with maintaining the integrity of your brand. Mm-hmm. We've got history, we've got uh, precedents set around maintaining a brand. Same with brand frameworks and um, messaging and positioning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think now that content has become such an important force for brands, don't we need that same kind of rigor around content strategy? Because it it feels like that's the third leg of the stool. Totally. That is absolutely the third leg of the stool. And there's definitely some concrete things that we as brands, as agencies can come together around these strategies to bring that rigor and discipline to the content. Sure. But before we get into that, we're going to need some wine. Sounds good. (laughs) I'm Carrie Olivier from Jute Creative. Thanks for listening. For more ideas and tools, visit jutecreative.com.